Coach Taku. Making anime your new life coach. Hello, everybody. Happy holidays. Hope you're staying safe and warm during the holiday season. I'm here with the magical Christina. And of course, this is our second bonus episode where I get to ask Christina all the fun nerdy anime questions. So ready? Let's do this. I'm so excited to embarrass myself for all of your entertainment. All right, let's get started. So Christina, which anime character would you want to coach and why? Ooh. You know, I think I would go old school. I still believe that Sailor Jupiter and I have a lot in common. And I still think there's just a story that she has around her own femininity and what it means to be a powerhouse and a regular girl at the same time. And so I would want to coach Sailor Jupiter so that she can continue to be super strong and super powerful and feminine and girly and in love and everything that she wants at the same time. That's awesome. I love Sailor Jupiter. She's such a badass. All right. Ready for your next question? What would be your Comic-Con costume and why? Ooh, do I get to answer with uh, what I would want my Comic-Con costume to be, or do I have to answer with what, how I've actually dressed up for Comic-Con? <laughs> What's the interpretation of this question? I think we need to know both now. All right. So not a lot of people know this about me, but I do have a very short stinted history in high school of doing some terrible, terrible, terrible cosplaying. And so I think the last Comic-Con I went to, which was a New York Comic-Con probably back in like the early 2010s now, was I dressed up as Atoli from the Dot Hack video game series. But if I could go as absolutely anyone to a new Comic-Con, especially San Diego Comic-Con, I would love, 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 love to go as Domino from X-Men. Nice. All right, here's another question that I've actually, I'm actually really curious about. Which anime character do you yourself relate to the most? With any series out there. Yeah, so I already said that I really relate to Sailor Jupiter in a lot of ways because, again, it's that concept of being both like stronger than the average girl, whatever the frick that means in gender roles. But, like, you know, that, that stigma that like girls are supposed to be delicate and sweet and kind, and Sailor Jupiter has that feisty energy to her, but she still wants to be girly. I really, really relate to that. Um, but I, what, what I find in newer series these days is I also really relate to um, Haruhi, or not that that's a newer series, but I really relate to Haruhi from Aron High School Host Club. Because again, like she just has a very like matter of fact personality. She's really good at taking care of herself. She's not easily impressed and she doesn't trip over herself to be flirtatious with boys. She just goes her own way. And she's really determined to see the good in people, but on her terms. Like, she's not willing to just, like, blow smoke up someone's ass to please them. And I really relate to her character because of that. Yeah, I love Haruhi, and that series is just so much fun. And I can totally see that. I mean, she's such a straight character in many ways. So are you ready to talk about 
which animes are which anime movies you go to for certain things my god yes okay awesome so here goes so what's your anime go-to when you need a good laugh so i love shokugeki no soma for anyone who doesn't know the series, yes, I am talking about the show where they eat food and it tastes so good that their clothes go flying off because it's ridiculous. And I think the other thing I like about the series is the concept in itself is absolutely bizarre. The food animation makes you want to salivate, but it's also very referential. Like they have a lot of parody scenes. There's one episode in particular where they do an amazing parody of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And there's a lot of other references like that. So it's just a silly series that tries to be serious, but ultimately just makes me laugh. Yay. That's fun. Uh, what about when you need a good cry? Ooh, well, I know you said Violet Evergarden, and I feel like you stole that from me. So I'm going to pick a new one just to be different, Mary. Uh I think the other series that is guaranteed to make me cry is... Actually, it's not even a series. It's an anime movie. Your name gets me every single time. It's just, they do such a good, anime movies in general do such a good job of pairing the soundtrack with like those super climactic moments that are already going to get you. And that movie gets me every single time. So when I need to feel something, I watch that movie. First of all, you're welcome. Second of all, so true. (laughs) All right. And then lastly, but not least, Uh, what's your all-time just feel-good anime? So I have to admit, it's actually a newer series and it's Boku no Hero Academia, but it's not even like, like, it's not like I'll sit down and binge all of the seasons to feel good. There have been so many times since these episodes first came out that I just binge watch the first two episodes ever. Because, you know, I've talked about this with my brother Yanni, who is a huge fan of the series with me. We literally have a standing appointment every Friday to call each other and talk about the latest manga chapter release. That's like how into it we are. But there's just something about watching Deku get to rewrite his own story, like get to go and create life the way that he wants to. And it's that moment when All Might, who is the person that he idolizes, whose opinion he cares about the most, like tells him that he can be a hero when everyone else in his life, even his own mother, has never been able to validate that dream that he has, that just really gets me. Like, it just motivates me and inspires me because I definitely also, as much as I understand the idea of like self-validation and self-worth, like I can't, I can't think of anyone that doesn't want to be recognized by someone that they admire. And so whenever I watch that scene and they have the amazing you can become a hero background piano music playing, I'm really into soundtracks if you couldn't tell, I just like, it takes my breath away. I'm just like, you can be a hero and I can be a hero and I'm going to go take on the world now. Nice. I love that. And that is a really nice segue into what would be your anime theme song? Okay, can I pick two? I'm going to pick two. You know, I'm going to pick... <laughs> I'm going to pick the opening and the ending. I'm switching things up because both are songs by Lisa. The first is uh, Gurenge, which is the opening to season one of Demon Slayer. And I think songs like that in general that are just like edgy and passionate and sung by a woman that's got like grit in her voice. It's like, yeah, you're here to watch the anime of my fucking life and I'm about to fuck you up in the right way. 
But then the ending that I would choose is also by Lisa. And I cannot really remember the name of it, but I know someone will help me out here. It's the season of My Hero Academia where the ending is them as like fantasy characters, which by the way, should be a real spinoff series. But the reason I picked that song is because then it's like cheery and fun and bouncy. And like, that's how I want you to feel after you watch my life of like, yeah, no, it was gritty, but now I feel great. That's awesome. I love that. And which moves me to our next question. So what character, well, actually, what anime would you like to be a character in? So I'm going to be lame and pick a slice of life anime. And it's only because a lot of the shonen and fantasy series I like, a lot of people tend to die in them. (laughs) And I want to be clear, I love the concept of being a hero, but I don't necessarily know if I actually want to die a heroic death. Um, so if I could pick any anime, I think I'd pick Fruits Basket because I, I, it's just like, it's the perfect mix of a little bit of fantasy with a lot of realism. And ultimately it's a series about just creating really meaningful relationships. And so I would love to swap places with Toru and become the one that like, you know, helps all these different Zodiac cursed people like learn to love themselves and accept who they really are inside. So I'm going to, I'm going to double down on Fruits Basket. Nice. I love that. I love that answer just because, yeah, I totally agree with you in that. I don't want to die either. They're amazing. Love them. But they're really hardcore. So good call. And so which moves me to our next question. So if you could have an awesome anime superpower from one of these awesome animes that you love, what would it be? Ooh, okay. So again, going back to my younger brother, Yanni, you know, the one that I'm a freak with. So we've had detailed conversations around what our quirks would be to the point where we're like, uh, because in My Hero Academia, they talk about how quirks are genetic. And so you got to do all this ancestry stuff and blah, blah, blah. Like we even figured out what our quirks would be so that they're unique to us. But as siblings, it makes sense that we have them. And so I'm a very emotional person. I'm an empath. I'm a highly sensitive person. I think through my feelings. I feel through my feelings. Like I, I emote through my feelings. And so my quirk or my superpower would very much be the like, I can take whatever I'm feeling and make other people feel it. So it's like, I'd be more of like a support character in that way. But basically I could either like rally my teammates and be like, yeah, I'm super excited. I'm super pumped. I believe in myself, which will give them like confidence and energy boosts. Or I'm like a debuff to enemies because I can push like, feeling really sad or feeling really exhausted or feeling really scared. And they're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And something that's really cool about this is uh, one of my best friends in the whole world, Henna, when she asked me to be the witness at her wedding, she knew that this was the quirk that I would want to have. And so she actually commissioned an artist to draw me as a My Hero Academia character. And I'm so obsessed with the drawing. And so if anyone wants to see it, I will post it on our Instagram, but you have to request it. So if you request me as a My Hero Academia character, I will put it on our Instagram. Please request it. It is an absolute work of art. I have seen it. It needs to be shared with the world. Someone out there, please request. And next question. So what style of anime, what anime fashion would you like to wear? Day to day. Ooh, so I would want to have like a Tomoyo in my life. So I'm speaking of the Cardcaptor Sakura universe, or really just like, so Cardcaptor Sakura, the creators of it, Clamp, they also did Chobits, they do Tsubasa Reservoir Chronicles. 
And all of those series in general, when you look at them, it's like the Lolita style, but very soft and romantic. And it's just flowy and it's sweet and it has those magical girl elements to it. And so if I could have Tomoyo as my best friend who just walks around and is obsessed with me, so she keeps custom designing me these magical girl-esque dresses and outfits, I would be set for life. We all need a Tomoyo in our lives. All of us. And uh, which comes to friends. So any friends that you might not have were not, lo- were not for your mutual love of anime. Yes. And uh, I want to give a shout out to this friend. His name's Roger Hall. He listens to the podcast. Roger, I flip and adore you. And he, I met Roger at New York Anime Festival in 2008. I think that's accurate. But he was one of those people where I literally met at an anime convention. We met for about 20 seconds, tops. Like we didn't even (laughs) interact with each other. But this was back in the MySpace days. So we added each other on MySpace. We kept messaging back and forth about anime and other books that we liked. And to this day, he is one of my favorite friends. He's become an internet friend, a real life friend. I just saw him in Greenport, Long Island this past summer. And yeah, I really not just anime, but also like our mutual passion for the Fire Emblem video game series. It's probably what sparked our friendship and definitely what made it possible. So fun. Uh, I love those stories where you connect with people over shared interests. It's like, those are the best stories. So switching it up a little, tell me about any like TV series, TV shows that you've been binge watching lately that you love. Okay. So I have something really embarrassing to admit, which is, um, So I like watching new anime, but when it comes to other TV, I am a comfort watcher. Like I like going back to what I already know. My therapist tells me that this is an anxiety coping mechanism. So it made me feel less weird when she validated (laughs) this habit, but I don't think I've watched a new TV series in like three or four years. But instead, uh, recently I've been re-watching the series House MD. And also, I constantly am re-binge watching different seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, Christina, we need to work on this. There are so many shows out there that you have to catch up on, so we can talk about them too. If they don't come with a catchy opening opening sequence and subtitles, I'm not interested. I'll find some. I'll I'll send you some recommendations later. Okay. Um. So, uh, next question. So, what's been one of the your favorite places that you've traveled to? So I was really lucky in that I got to honeymoon in the summer of 2019 and I went to Greece with my new husband and we specifically went to Santorini and Milos and you like you would think someone animated how blue the water was like it was hard to like fathom that that's really what the world could look like in certain places so Greece is definitely by far one of my favorite places that I've ever been to. Yeah, and I don't know that people know your background, Christina. So do you want to share a little bit about like my Greece and yourself? Yes. So if somehow you thought that whenever I introduced myself as Christina Stathopoulos, I was sneezing after saying my first name, uh, I'm Greek. And I'm not just Greek. I'm super Greek. Like so Greek that when I did the ancestry test, my test results came back four weeks earlier than my husband's <laughs> because I'm so Greek. They, they, were, they were like, why, why did you waste money on this? You knew what the results <laughs> were going <laughs> to come back to. So 
I was raised Greek. My dad immigrated here. I'm fluent in it. And it's a huge part of my identity. And I think in some ways, it's why I love anime so much, which I know is weird to say, like, wait, Greece is in Europe. Anime is made in Japan. What do those things have in common? But I think it's just in general that, you know, the Japanese really focus on lore and polytheism and fantasy and focus on the family. Like, there's just different concepts in the series that I really connect with because of my own upbringing that I don't always jive with in American programming because, you know, the mindset's a little bit different there. Yeah, totally. I mean, I feel the same way about uh, anime. Not Jap- I'm not Japanese, but definitely we have, Latin America has all that kind of fantasy magic realism really embedded into their culture too. So it's easy to gravitate to. And so being from, you know, having this multicultural family and having traveled a lot, what's been one of the strangest things you've ever had to eat anywhere? Ooh, so I'm going to go with like strangest that I've enjoyed eating, which is uh, every year for Easter, my grandpa, bless his heart, I love him so much, love you, Popo. He makes an entire lamb on a spit. And so he takes the organs and there's actually like this entire... Um, what do you call it? like a kebab that you make? That's all the different organs sliced together. And so that sounds kind of gross, but it's delicious. It's called spinandro and I love it. And then similarly, there's an intestine soup that my grandma or aunt will make from the rest of it that I'm also just like, nom, 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 nom. Yep, give me more, give me more. So intestines, I love intestines, especially lamb intestines. You know, I learned something new about you today, Christina. <laughs> Um, uh, so going back to some anime questions, who would you want as your coach, as your anime coach? All right. I felt so screwed when you took uncle Iroh away from me. He would be my first choice. (laughs) If I could pick a second choice though, um, God, I'm, I'm referencing the series a lot today. I, I don't even care. I would say Eraserhead or Aizawa Sensei from My Hero Academia. And I think it's because like, He's just so blunt and matter-of-fact. Like, he's a little cynical, but it's very apparent that he loves his students and he does believe in them. He just also believes in making sure they put in the work that's necessary for them to achieve. So I think I'd like him as a coach because he would make sure that I, like, never cut any corners, even though he himself is kind of lazy. So it would be a fun dynamic. I'd love to see that pairing in real life. We might have to do a skit or something to bring this and put it on a live. So um, curious about like how it's been going with the pandemic and I know we've all been inside. So have you developed any new COVID hobbies in this, in this period of time, Christina? And so what are they? Yeah. So um, the first big, like probably the COVID hobby that's taken up the most time for me that I'm really happy with is this podcast. You might've heard of it. It's called, <laughs> it's called Coach Taku. I host it with this really cool friend of mine, Mary. No, but seriously, this podcast exists because I remember like we talked about it back in January or February and then life got in the way. And then around May, I was like, hey, life isn't in the way anymore. (laughs) Figure out what it takes to create a podcast. So yeah, Coach Taku is a huge new hobby for me this year. And I think the other one, um, I don't know if it's a new hobby or just one that I've found more time for, but I have a pretty extensive crystal collection. Like I love different gems and minerals. And so one thing that I've found myself doing is it's something called gridding, 
which is essentially taking all your crystals and making different intricate patterns out of them. And so some people do it because they believe it creates manifestations or spells and other people just do it because it's soothing or cathartic to them. And I definitely feel the same way. Like there's just something satisfying about taking these things that are already beautiful individually and then laying them out into this pattern that just feels really satisfying. Have you posted some of these pictures on like Instagram or anywhere like people want to see them? Yeah, I have actually. So I don't think I've ever posted any on our Coach Taku page because that doesn't really make sense. But if you follow me on my personal Instagram here, Xtina Rory, I occasionally put crystal videos, grids. I put them a lot in my stories. Um, but yeah, I like shiny things, I like shiny, magical things. Shiny things are really nice. They're always nice. Um, ooh, so Christina, tell us about like, I'm going to change it up a little bit. And this question isn't anywhere, but any special like holiday traditions that you partake in? that you want to share with the rest of the world? So <laughs> I will share it. But to be honest, just because we're trying to be safe this year, this is the first year that we're not partaking in this tradition. But I want to say for the last five years, whenever I've come home for the holidays and Paul has come home for the holidays and all of our siblings come home, we've had this ritual of going to get Korean barbecue together. And it's just always been this amazing experience because among all of us, there ends up being five of us in total, and we can eat so much Korean barbecue. And so that has been like a time-honored tradition that, of course, we're being safe this year, and so we're not observing. But then the other tradition I can speak to is every Friday, I get on the phone with my brother Yanni, and we talk about the most recent manga chapter of My Hero Academia. Nice. And uh, I'm curious, like, I know that you love reading, like, webtoons, comics, but are there any stories that have really hit home recently for you, like any webtoons, comics, or just books in general that have called to your heart? Yeah, so I've been a huge fan and follower of Lore Olympus for a while now. And for anyone who doesn't know it, it's a webtoon that reimagines the story of Persephone and Hades, and it's kind of a more modern retelling of them. But the art is amazing. The characters are amazing. It's super compelling. It's really easy to read. You can read it on your phone. And then another Webtoons comic that I absolutely love right now is called The Cursed Princess Club. And it's really, really sweet. It's basically about a princess who is perceived as ugly. And so people have always thought that she's cursed. And she basically comes across a club of actual cursed princesses, like princesses that have claws for hands, princesses that like when they speak, frogs fall out of their mouths. And it's just a, a kooky adventure and story about building confidence and accepting who you are. And it's really sweet. Laura Olympus is probably like one of my all-time favorites. And I think, Christina, we may have to do an episode on Laura Olympus at some point because we can. And uh, I haven't I haven't heard or seen The Cursed Princess, but I'm so curious to look it up now. Uh, well, let's let's close out with a really good question. So, Christina, favorite all-time past and present enemy? Wow. My reputation is really on the line here. You know, I, I have to say, I think when I look at all of the series, like when I look at what is the one I have re-read re the most, re-watched the most, reutilized the most, re-fanned over the most, I have to say Cardcaptor's Sakura is one of my OGs that will be up there until the end of time. And it's exciting because... 
what I found, like Sailor Moon's also tried and true for me, but I found that their attempts at reboots didn't give me that same like, this is what I remembered it as. But there's a way that they've handled Cardcaptor Sakura that even when they did the reboot of Clear Card, I was like, yes, this is how I remember it. And so it'll just always give me that sweet sense of being like a young girl that believes in magic. So in terms of like, old schooler OGs, that's got to be my answer. Love that. And is there anything else you want to share about yourself to everyone listening and any any messages, anything about yourself? Mm, I think just that, well, first of all, happy new year. It's like kind of crazy to me that uh, 2020 is over and we're in 2021. And with that in mind, I just want to say thanks to all of our listeners. You know, I know I, I joked that this has been a COVID hobby for me, but it's also been a passion project. It's really allowed me to share parts of myself with you, Mary, on my own that I've always loved, but just never felt like I had a community to share it with. And so it means the world to me that people would actually take the time to download these little 30-minute snippets of us goofing off and get value from it or entertainment from it. And so like that's what I want you to know that I'm grateful for all of you. And that's similarly like we should hang out more, you know, (laughs) feel free to drop us questions or leave us comments or let us know where you want things to go next. If you like bonus episodes like this, maybe we could do more of them. If you want us to get right back to the anime and shut up, we will do that. Don't worry. Tune in next week. Um, But yeah, I I just want to say that Coach Taku has been an amazing project so far and you listening right now are the reason it's amazing. So thank you. Thank you for the support. And please, like, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Please DM us if you want to chat with us. Um, you can send us an email too if you have any requests. And you can, we also have a Facebook page. So find us anywhere, subscribe, and leave us a message. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. Wishing everyone out there a very happy and healthy new year. Happy new year. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Coach Taku. If you liked this episode, please share it and consider subscribing so you never miss a new episode. Have an idea for an episode or show you'd love us to discuss? DM us on our Insta, Coach Takupod, C-O-H-C-H-T-A-C-U-P-O-D, or email us at coachtakupod at gmail.com. Love your wonderful host. In that case, you can follow me, Christina, at HereXtinaRoar on Instagram. And you can follow Mary at Raven5130 on Instagram. Thanks so much. Catch you in the next one.